paciencia. the official opinionated podcast i'm your host nate crouch and today i'm joined by two guests of course i have justin the one you all know and love i should just become a regular yeah he's he's slowly becoming a regular i try to keep variety but the topics that i keep you know wanting to talk about he enjoys or we both enjoy or whatever introducing my other friend will hello i'm will all right so this week i decided to go over like our introduction to video games and what our first consoles were, what our first video games that we played or what we remember. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm very well seasoned in video games. I expect you guys are as well. All right. So <laughs> I guess we'll just dive right into it. Um, so who wants to go first? My first introduction into consoles was with the PlayStation 2 um, it was one that my dad had owned, or before I was born, right? Um, one of the games that I always played on it, and I still play to this day, is Guitar Hero 2. And oh, yes. I'm a diehard Guitar Hero fan. So I had Guitar Hero 2. That was my first foray into gaming. The PS2 um, really helped shape a lot of my gaming interests uh for example you could play playstation one games there's one called devil dice like fun puzzle game no one knows about it and it's super fun but yeah the ps2 is just like a special place in my heart is my first video game console and the games i grew up on on that console will stick with me forever PlayStation 2 was one of the original consoles I had as well. Um, it was not the first, but I believe it was like the second or third. I'm pretty sure. So my first console that I had was the original Xbox. I remember getting it for Christmas one year. I don't remember particularly what year. I don't know. Cause like, since I have two older brothers, they were more into video games or understood them more. And I was just a wee lad, but the one that, is still around today and it's on like the backwards compatibility of Xbox, which I absolutely love um, is a first person shooter game called black. Um, it was for the PlayStation two and the Xbox. It was developed by criterion games and it was later ported to the Xbox 360 in 2008. It was released in 2006. So yeah, I would say around 2005, 2006, 2007 is where Probably, two, I would say 2006 when I got the Xbox. My brothers probably know more about it. I think I was trying to hop on the Call of Duty train. It was EA's attempt at Call of Duty, trying to go at it with Activision. Like I said, it's on the backwards compatibility list for Xbox, so if you want to go check it out. The controls are very clunky. Another game I played a lot on the PlayStation 2, or series of games, I should say, were the the Harry Potter games, like the quote-unquote realistic, I don't know what you would call those, but they're like the third-person Harry Potter games that were like puzzle things based off the movies. 
those kind of stuck with me and it sucks that they aren't backwards compatible. I feel like, I feel like Justin, you would like black specifically cause, um, it takes place in Russia. Oh, of course. yes. And basically you play, <laughs> you play like dude who like goes in like, uh, a black ops mission. Basically. I only remember playing like the first couple missions, Th- those two black and, uh, mainly cause it was the first game I remember playing and the Harry Potter games. First, does plug and play count as a uh, console? I would say it's okay because yeah. my first, my first two consoles were uh, I got them on the same day. We were driving. I remember we were driving home. I think from meeting a relative at the uh, El Porton. This was a long time ago. She gave us. Uh, I guess she was pawning them off on us, but we I, we got a plug and play of Frogger, um, the ten Atari games in one. And oh man, oh, nice. did we, did Nicholas and I play those a lot? Then at some point, I think in 07, we got, we got a Wii. And oh man, this Wii, this was where the fun was we had. Cause we had Mario Kart, we had Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. It was, oh man, it was fun times. Uh, I remember oh, I went to your house, Justin, back uh-huh. when the Wii was like still a thing. And yeah. you had yours um, modded so that you can play whatever game yeah. you wanted uh, on dad, it. Uh, because we were damaging discs, Dad had a homebrew installed so the uh, we could uh, just install them on a hard drive and play them off that instead. Yeah, that was my first like look into modding and like homebrew and stuff well i mean if you when your dad works in it you kind of get to get away with stuff like that uh yeah i when i was a kid i also had a uh, plug and play it was a spider-man plug and play oh. that i vaguely remember it was like a very 2d like side scroller type game and it was it was pretty fun i haven't seen it in years but originally in my childhood i had a variety the, my brothers had a playstation one and an n64 um but i never played the n64 very much I had the Xbox and then the PlayStation 2 and then of course when the Wii came out I think it was 2007 it was I could be totally wrong but I'm not exactly sure I'd probably have to ask my brothers cuz and then I had the Xbox 360 so I'd say when the Xbox 360 came out that's when I mainly stayed into the Xbox realm I never owned a PlayStation 3 and after the Wii I never owned a Nintendo oh well no I had the 3DS when I was like like literally the Christmas the 3DS released, I had it. Like I was one of the first people to get one, and I I loved it, and I regret selling it to this day. I remember I I got a DS some point after I got the Wii. Oh, I love I loved playing that DS. I I went everywhere with that thing. I didn't actually have a whole lot a lot of consoles. I think da- Dad really got me into PC gamings with uh like the PC of Halo and uh. Unreal Tournament, then getting me into StarCraft. Uh, I think yeah. I think Dad was kind of uh, he didn't like the fact that I played a lot of Nintendo. He thought I was uh, a bit old for that. I got a Wii. I got a Wii U pretty late into its life cycle, though, and I think I think that's when Dad kind of had enough of it because uh, the next Christmas he, we got a uh, 360 with Halo Halo CE Anniversary on it and now i'm a xbox guy and i play shooters so what's weird for me is that like 
the video games just kind of happened for me. It wasn't like my parents were big gamers or anything. Like, we just kind of had them. And I think it mainly spawned from the Madden games, the football games, because my brothers absolutely loved them, or my oldest brother at least. Um, and my dad enjoyed playing them with us. Was never... uh, I tried to play them, but I never really understood them. They have like the, the when the quarterback, you know, drops back, I would go like so like I would just keep dropping back. I wouldn't know when to stop. Oh, no. And I would just hail Mary it across the field and just hope for the best. And then I would just get so upset because I just didn't know how to play it. So I enjoyed <laughs> watching my play Madden, but like I never really got into it till the past couple of years. Uh, same for all sports games, but like that's kind of where my sports, like my family's just big sports. People. Never been a big sports games kind of guy. Like I never saw the hype around like Matt, the new Madden or like the new NHL. It's sad because every single release is like the exact same. Yeah, they all much, look. They all least. look like they're the exact same thing. But that's what they'll say about Call of Duty. So, we. Okay, yeah, true. That's I mean, a, that's a whole... you can say that with pretty much any yearly release series. Yeah, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty. I know, Assassin's Creed is changing it up now. Okay, that's oh, fair. Yeah, they're, they're changing it now up they're, now. Now they're playing... Now you get to play as Nords as they lose their culture to Christendom. Good job. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I'm so hyped to play it. I still haven't played it yet. Um, But yeah... They were big Madden fans, and I just never really got into it. It's it's mainly just the roster updates that they keep in the game, like just new players yep. for like the draft and all that. Um, so technically, they could probably just keep the same Madden game for the next couple of years, but they won't because you know EA and money and all the all the computer games my dad got me uh, weren't able to actually go on. They were pirated, so you couldn't go online with them. My first real taste of, like, online gaming, I think, would have to be... Yeah, it'd have to be Team Fortress. Um, at one point, I was... I had remembered that TF2 was a thing. I looked it up, and then that's when I found Steam. That's when I made a Steam thing, and that's when I realized, oh, wait, this is free. Yo! And then I got... <laughs> then I got a TF2, and that was, like, one of my first real... Like genuine online games, and, you and still uh, play it a lot to this day, right? The yeah, I still TF2. play TF2. It's not, I don't play it as I don't play it as much anymore. Going back to um, the DS, that was really like my first foray into like the Nintendo like world or whatever. So like a lot of the games that I played, like New Super Mario Bros. on the DS. There's there's so much stuff you can do in that game. It's insane. I was so shocked when I found out I could play as Luigi in the main mode. Wait, what? You don't know about this? Yeah, when See? you're selecting a save file, uh, hold down both uh trick both bumpers on the back, and you and it and it boots it up as Luigi. You're kidding me. See, no. When I get down, when I get back later, to Arkham, I'm hearing you talking about like you guys and your brothers and how you grew up gaming together me and my brother have very different gaming tastes like yeah I he plays say Fortnite. it's not anymore but he still oh, plays well, oh yeah garbage doesn't he play warzone play now something like that yeah but i grew up with a lot of the older consoles and like new nintendo stuff and my brother was always 
PS3, PS4, all of that type stuff. He stayed in his <sighs> realm of new he, PlayStation. He PlayStation. And I'm in the past. That's sad. <laughs> I guess now I guess now I'm an Xbox well, and PC guy. I need I need to play more Nintendo games. I'd say it's the same thing for music, like diving into like the older consoles and the older games just to see how everything has evolved over time is a good thing. Oh, yeah. A lot of people nowadays just don't do it, which sucks because, you know, well, old they're consoles, all about Fortnite. Old consoles have these hidden gems that uh, when you find them, that's like, oh, my God, these are so good, you know? That's why they keep remastering Yeah, that's why they got to remaster like, it because they know you can, they can make a pretty penny off it. But I'm all down for remasters if it's not just a cash grab. Like, if it's, if it's like, one of those hidden gems, like you say. Yeah, like an actual remaster, genuine remaster of, like, GoldenEye. That would be sick. Would be, Didn't they yeah. already I think do a that lot with of the Wii version? Yeah, I, uh, I remember there was a GoldenEye on the 360 that wasn't very good at If I remember right, it wasn't very good. Yeah, like a, a true remaster, not changing anything, just kind of just updating the graphics. You know what much. I want to see? World at War remaster. That would be awesome. I think, yeah, I think a lot of – that's what people are wanting. Well, after the campaign remaster of Modern Warfare 2 – people uh well modern warfare one and two but i just um, people are expecting at least world at war and black ops one definitely black ops one to be remastered i just want to i just want to see reznov screaming at chernov in hd call of duty was another one of those games that i grew up playing as a kid when i had the xbox c60 because um, me and my brothers would just kind of play split screen and, you know, of course, the classic, you're screen cheating, you're screen <laughs> cheating, bro. And it was it was Modern Warfare 2, specifically Rust, of course, that um, we played on a lot. And of course, it's ever Rust. since then, I've just kind of... <laughs> I remember whenever... Yeah. Uh, so at that point, uh, I had never played a Call of Duty game I was like still big on Nintendo and I thought all the opinions like, oh, Call of Duty, it's such a stupid game. I went to Nathaniel's house. We were doing a school project. And then once we finished with that, you sat me down and what What did we play? Modern Warfare 3? Probably. That feel, that sounds about right. Yeah, and I was. That, that was an experience right there playing. Well, I remember, if I remember right, Kill Confirmed on Dome. That, yep. That's yep, like, Dome classic map on modern warfare 3 that was it right there yeah because i i gave you a lot of my uh physical copies of yeah modern once warfare i got my 360 yeah which was pretty cool and I, I was glad to introduce that thing to you and now you're into it and you absolutely hate it because of what it has evolved into now. well okay i like i like modern warfare 2019 i like cold war's campaign but i think cold war's multiplayer leaves a lot to be desired I feel like I feel like every every yearly release company or whatever should just take a year off and just get them creative juices flowing. And I feel like everybody Call of Duty should be a two year. They should have done that this year. <laughs> well, yeah, but they didn't because like literally after they release another game, uh, another studio is working on it because they have they don't have one dedicated studio. No, they have three. They have multiple. But it it, it kind of the the developers that you kind of grew up with or the game that you started with for me it was modern warfare 2 so i've always looked at infinity ward in a uh, bright light and then of course i've a couple other friends uh who like treyarch and then 
Well, Nobody likes Sledgehammer. See, everyone I talk to now is like uh, multiplayer and zombies sort of thing. For me, it, the thing that dragged me in was campaigns because I, did, I didn't have gold for a long, long time. The, the big things that always interest me about Call of Duties were the uh, campaigns. Well, yeah, because the campaigns were actually good yeah, back the, in the campaigns day. were good, and and then they just like after Modern Warfare, or, people say Ghost is good, but like when Ghost was people released, Ghost I good. never like that when I dropped up. Yeah, some people say Ghost was like it had a decent campaign, but after that is when it really got bad. Uh, like when Black Ops Three came out, that's when multiplayer became like the thing. Well, like it was a thing back in Modern Warfare Two, but like overall, like, multiplayer would be. And that's why I like. That's why I really like uh, a lot of the old Call of Duty games. Like one of my favorites is still Call of Duty Two. It managed to be, despite being made in like '05, it managed to be this really good World War Two shooter that at you you could tell they actually tried to make an experience here, and it shows in the game. I d- I don't think that effort is being exerted on the campaign anymore. Modern Warfare 2019 was the step back into getting yes, campaigns. Yes, okay. At least. I, I, re- I really respect Modern Warfare 2019. So I feel like that was the turning point for can- like people like, okay, yeah, campaigns are cool. But they removed them because the player base only focused on the multiplayer. But it's like it's a double-edged sword because the campaigns were just shit. <laughs> so like as it went on, they, it seemed like they wanted the player base to move on to the multiplayer. I will, I will tell you this. The main reason I got Cold War, despite the fact that I rag on it so much, those original teasers with Yuri Bezmenov uh, describing how uh, the communists destabilize a country, that hit so perfectly. I was like, Treyarch, you mad lads. This is the best advertising. This is the best advertisement for Cold War you could have ever made. They had like a special event in Warzone. Like they would do like the official reveal trailer or something in Warzone. You would do these specific tasks that would like hint at the game or whatever. At a specific point, oh. like a nuke would go off or whatever, and then it would come to Yuri Bezmenov, you know, talking about that. And it was so sick. Like a, immediately after that, I pre-ordered Cold. Cold War. I I don't remember advertisements back in the day because yeah, I just yeah. knew they existed. And, you know, like I would just get them. I feel like advertisements are good. But they can also oh, yeah. be misleading. Call of Duty was probably the most influential nowadays because I I don't think shooters are my favorite. I mean, if you have anything else to add, I have a different like gaming. Well, talk about it. Talk about I don't, it. I don't know how to describe it. So I didn't really grow up on a lot of shooters, and uh, to this day, whenever I invite Nathaniel and Justin over and we play like Halo or Call of Duty or something, they destroy me, and it's not even funny. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I have started to appreciate um, shooters a lot more. Like, for example, I think it was last year when Justin was a real bro and he gave me an old yeah, I gave 360, you my 360 along with the four Halo Yeah, no, games. I, ga- I gave those to <laughs> because I was getting my one. Well, shooters weren't necessarily my thing. Um, my, my thing mostly was I grew up with Nintendo a lot, so a lot of, like, platformers. What was one on the Wii that I really liked? Of course, there's Mario Galaxy. Grew up on Mario Kart, of course. Who didn't? You know what? 
I I didn't. That's facts. Mario Kart did oh. not raise me. <laughs> One of the Wii games that you know this is gonna sound really weird, but Wipeout on the Wii was oh. such a fun game. And y'all, okay, hear me out. Uh, on we're this listening. One, right? It's a licensed. It's a licensed game uh, from the show Wipeout that used to air on yeah, ABC. Yeah obstacle course show you go through four things you win fifty thousand, and the multiplayer and the first wipeout game is the most fun i've ever had with my family and with uh friends playing games all that because you just throw balls at the people (laughs) (laughs) they just ragdoll on the ground That's how it is. And they're trying to pass through each obstacle, but you keep throwing balls at them. <laughs> and there's so many obstacles. There's so many characters. There's It's so much fun. I love Wipeout on the Wii. You know oh, what Wii man. game? I, re- I really like it, but I'm not sure anyone else has heard of it. Dewey's Adventure. I, actually, I think I've heard of that before. It's I don't know exactly. like action platform game. Where the whole the whole concept was, you didn't use like the uh, nunchuck analog stick or the uh, D pad to control. You literally uh, t- turned your uh, Wii remote. You controlled this bl- drop of water, and the drop of wa- you the drop of water didn't move. What you did was you were rotating the entire like axis of the level, and the water yeah I and the water would uh. <laughs> The water drop then starts sliding down the slope you've made now. I just want to do a little plug here, but Will has his own Twitch monkey. channel that he streams Super mm. Monkey Ball. Since you play Monkey Ball a lot, I want to know a little bit of background, like when you first found out about Well, it goes back to the DS. There was a Monkey Ball game on the DS. Um, that was my first ever experience with Monkey Ball. <laughs> And since then, I've just grown to love the series, and I'm a part of this huge community of people that love Monkey Ball, and they're all awesome. And they make all of these, like, ROM hacks of Monkey Ball, which is, like, crazy, because, like, all it is, you just roll around a ball into the goal. But it's so much fun, and I've gotten into it myself a little bit. Yeah, you know what? And I've enjoyed it a whole bunch. Um, Dewey's Adventure controls a lot like Monkey Ball, where you turn the whole level instead of just moving the ball. I guess that is our you know, introduction to video games as a whole. There are def- definitely more things to talk about with it. Um, I would say the next video game episode is going to be probably our top five favorite video games, which I have curated over the past couple of years. It has definitely adjusted due to just replayability, new games coming out. This was fun. It was nice <laughs> having you fellas on the podcast. Thank you for having us. So, like I said, go check out Will on t- uh, on Twitch, Interval. Interval underscore one. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any suggestions for any topics or you want to join in on the show, just DM me at officialopinionated on Instagram. That's officialopinionated on Instagram. I still haven't made a Twitter or a business email or any other social media accounts, but I should probably get on to that. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening.
and we'll talk to you guys later.